This is Be Known, and I'm Kara Fabacher. You're listening to episode 41. We were made for a relationship, but so often our relationships are broken. And when our relationships are broken, we are broken. This podcast is to help you get your relationships back to a place of wholeness, a place of authentic connection where you feel truly known. So come on in and sit a while. Let's exchange fear for love and finally see what good relationships are made of. I've felt a bit lost at sea here lately. In the past several years, I've had loss after loss, walked through the trauma of COVID with the rest of the world, experienced some major transitions, and have lived in an in-between kind of place for the past seven months. It almost feels like I haven't had the chance to get my footing before the next wave hits. Can you relate? It's been weird and disorienting, to say the least. Reflecting on it all has been exhausting, if I'm honest, so I haven't reflected as often and as deeply as I would have liked throughout all of this. And when I don't reflect much, I feel like I lose myself somewhere, like I don't even know myself. And I'm not even sure I've had the energy to know myself. And I've realized recently that throughout these past several years, I haven't known God too well either. When life consistently tosses you up in the air, it's hard to be still and know Him. And if I don't know Him, I can't possibly know myself, the one who was created in His image, in the Imago Dei. How can I know myself if I don't even know the one I'm created to reflect? We need to prioritize getting to know Him in deeper ways. One of the most unfortunate trends I've seen in our modern culture is a serious lack of biblical knowledge, of God knowledge. And I've slacked here too. We have all the books and podcasts and apps at our fingertips, but we've forgotten the one who made us. We've neglected knowing Him and instead have tried knowing ourselves. But again, we can't have one without the other. So what can we do about this? We can think about this in the same way we would get to know someone in our life. We can't get to know someone if we don't spend time with them, learn their personality and what makes them tick, hear their story and learn their body language and tone of voice and facial expressions. We pay attention to how they feel and what they want and need, and we keep doing this over and over again. But Kara, we can't do the same thing with God. We can't see Him. I hear you. It is so much more difficult getting to know a God like this who isn't someone we can reach out and touch, at least at this point in history, and sit with in the room. And also... When we begin to know God, we just realize how much we don't know and understand because He isn't someone we can fit into our finite minds. So yeah, it can be frustrating. But we can start somewhere. If we ever want to know ourselves, then we have to start here with the one who made us, the one we are made 
to reflect. So what can this look like? I know that every person will experience God and feel close to him in different ways. I may love quiet and beauty in nature, while another may like music and another may like in-depth Bible study. It's okay to experience God in different ways. So the way you choose to go about these things I'm about to share is up to you. But this, this is really how we can know God. Number one, know his word. I know this is cliche, but stay with me here for a minute. If Jesus is God and Jesus is the word and the word is the very words of God, then knowing the truth in the Bible seems like the highest priority and strongest foundation for us knowing God. It's like if you want to know a celebrity, you read their autobiography. If you want to really know me, you can read the countless journals I have. Just kidding. No one's allowed to touch my journals. But y'all, we live in a time where the canon of scripture is complete. We have the very words of God written on a page for us to be able to read for all of our lives. It wasn't always this way. Scripture was written on scrolls, but not everyone had access to them. Scripture was mainly passed orally from family to family, person to person. Today, though, because of the amazing research of archaeologists and scholars and historians, we have the Bible right in front of us. We can know God by knowing His Word. We read it and learn about Him. We can understand the narrative that covers all of Scripture. We can understand everything else I'm about to say when we know His Word. It is the truth, and the truth sets us free. Knowing the Bible is going to be different for all of us and harder in some seasons of life than others. Sometimes my reading for the day may be simply listening to a guided meditation on the Abide app, where I listen to a couple of verses of scripture and meditate on those two for 10 minutes or so. Some days it may be listening to several chapters in my reading plan on the Dwell app or the YouVersion app. Sometimes it's reading a devotion where one or two verses is broken down. It may be doing an in-depth Bible study on a topic or a book of the Bible. It may be following a Bible reading plan. It may be going to church regularly and hearing a sermon and going to small group and talking about the word. Fill your mind with scripture because when we know the word, we can know God. Number two, know his voice. His sheep will know his voice, right? The followers of Jesus are called his sheep, and he is the shepherd. As we learn and memorize and fill our minds with scripture, we can begin to know what his voice is like. Life pulls us in a thousand directions, and there are countless voices vying for our attention on a daily basis. There are voices trying to pull us away from truth. We need to be people who know his voice. My spiritual director often leads me into times of silent prayer, where I am simply still, quiet, and waiting for what the Lord is saying to me. And it's like a small whisper in my mind. I hear him. 
If the words I hear aren't in line with Scripture, then it's safe to say they aren't the words of God. So we know Scripture, we know His voice. But also, realize He speaks in different ways, too. And if we are quiet, we can hear what He's communicating to us. Number three, know His characteristics. There are many books written by scholars much smarter than me about the characteristics of God and how we know what they are. But this, this is an important one. Because if we don't know what he's like, we really can't know him. Though we are created in his image, we don't have all of the same characteristics. We aren't all knowing and all powerful and able to be everywhere at once. We aren't the beginning, middle, and end. He is. He is love. He is good. He is kind. He is just. He is gracious and compassionate. He is a God who feels, who sees us, who provides for us, who protects us and takes care of us. This is who he is. This, knowing his characteristics, this is an anchor when I feel lost at sea. Because no matter what, I know God doesn't change. And I know his character. Number four, know his history. We can learn his history by reading the full narrative of the Bible. We won't know it all because he is God and there are things that are still going to remain a mystery to us while we live on this earth. But we can know what he has shown us thus far, how he created and interacted with mankind, how he showed up over and over for his people how he handled his disappointment, anger, and different uncomfortable emotions with them. How he sent his son to die for them so that they could have unhindered access to a relationship with him for eternity. How he proved himself time and time again. We need to know his history. Number five, know his heart. My friend, This is a God who feels deeply and expresses his feelings deeply. We can pay attention to that in scripture. We can understand his goals and motivations, his thoughts, you know, to a certain extent. What he feels and what triggers those feelings. We can see how he reacts to things and what breaks his heart. Let's get to know the heart of God, what he longs for what he desires in us. We'll never on this side of heaven be able to know him perfectly. We can know him more and more here. We've got to be willing to spend time getting to know him and paying attention and listening. And when we start to see him at a deeper level, there are things about ourselves that will begin clicking into place. Because when we can know Him, we can know ourselves in new ways. I want to read this psalm over us as we step into this week, as we prepare our hearts to know Him more. This is Psalm 145 from The Voice Translation. I will lift my praise above everything to you, my God and King. I will continually bless your name forever and always. My praise will never cease. I will praise you every day. I will lift up your name forever. 
The Eternal is great and deserves endless praise. His greatness knows no limit, recognizes no boundary. No one can measure or comprehend His magnificence. One generation after another will celebrate your great works. They will pass on the story of your powerful acts to their children. Your majesty and glorious splendor have captivated me. I will meditate on your wonders, sing songs of your worth. We confess there is nothing greater than you, God, nothing mightier than your awesome works. I will tell of your greatness as long as I have breath. The news of your rich goodness is no secret. Your people love to recall it and sing songs of joy to celebrate your righteousness. The Eternal is gracious. He shows mercy to His people. For Him, anger does not come easily, but faithful love does, and it is rich and abundant. But the Eternal's goodness is not exclusive. It is offered freely to all. His mercy extends to all His creation. All creation will stand in awe of you, O Eternal One. Thanks will pour from the mouths of every one of your creatures. Your holy people will bless you. They will not be silent. They will talk of the grandeur of your kingdom and celebrate the wonder of your power until everyone on earth who has ears to hear knows your valiant acts and the splendor of your kingdom. Your kingdom will never end. Your rule will endure forever. You are faithful to your promise and your acts are marked with grace. The eternal sustains all who stumble on their way. For those who are broken down, God is near. He raises them up in hope. All eyes have turned toward you, waiting in expectation. When they are hungry, you feed them right on time. The desires of every living thing are met by your open hand. The Eternal is right in all of His ways, and He is kind in all of His acts. The Eternal stays close to those who call on Him and those who pray sincerely. All of you who revere Him, God will satisfy your desires. He hears the cries for help, and He brings salvation. All of you who love God, He will watch out for you. But total destruction is around the corner for all the wicked. My lips will sing the praise of the Eternal. Let every creature join me and praise the holy name of God forever and always. Amen. Thanks for sitting a while with me today, friend. I trust that knowing God in a deeper way will help you take another step toward wholeness so you can finally see what good relationships are made of. To finish up, the transcript for this episode is on the podcast page on my website, karafabacher.com. A big thanks to my friend Robert Hargrove for creating the music for the show and fellow Hope writer Alana Dawson for editing. Until next time, friend, I'll see you soon.